Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Southern Gothic is a podcast that explores the history behind some of the American South's darkest days, greatest mysteries, and most chilling ghost stories. Hey y'all, so earlier this week, we went on a deep dive into one of my favorite stories from Charleston, South Carolina. Local lore that claims the lost love of Edgar Allan Poe is buried in one of the city's historic cemeteries. Well, if you listened to it, you probably heard me mention that this is one of those stories that I actually had a chance to go out and explore for myself before writing the episode, which is something I wish I could do all the time. But y'all look, I'll be honest, that trip that I took out to Charleston was about more than just ghosts. I was really there to eat. Fortunately, in a city like that, it ain't too hard to find a haunted restaurant. And my absolute favorite that we went to was a place called Pugin's Porch. Now, aside from an incredible brunch that we had there with fried green tomatoes and grits and all those low country fixins, the building is a beautiful Victorian-style home with canary-colored clapboard siding and both a first and second story porch that, of course, boasts haint blue colored ceilings. It's Charleston, y'all. But the wildest part of all is that just out front of this restaurant, right next to the steps up the porch, is the final resting place for the namesake of this Charleston institution, a dog named Pugin. Back when the restaurant opened in 1976, this part of Charleston wasn't quite as commercial as it is today. And Pugin was the neighborhood dog, well-known by all the folks who lived around here. But the fluffy white Wheaton Terrier quickly bonded with the new owners of 72 Queen Street. I mean, they had food, right? And soon enough, he started spending much of his days out on the porch of the restaurant, greeting families as they came in or sniffing around their tables, hoping to get a hold of just about anything that they'd be kind enough to drop off their plates. Well, in 1979, Pugin passed away from natural causes. But he had clearly left his mark on everyone who had met him. So the restaurant owners buried the beloved pup 
right outside the front door next to the stairs, where he continues to greet families coming in for shrimp and grits and the like. The restaurant owners even claim on their website that, quote, this building is his monument. Of course, lots of people will tell you Pugin's spirit is still here, a four-legged ghost scurrying around the beautiful pine floors of that Charleston institution, still looking for table scraps almost 50 years after his death. But most of the time, people don't claim to see him as a ghostly canine apparition. Rather, they frequently report the feeling of dog hair brushing against their legs underneath the table while they're eating. Unfortunately, back when the Ball family purchased this historic building and began renovating it and making the necessary changes to turn it into a restaurant, they seem to have stirred up yet another resident of the building's past, a spirit who continues to make her presence known to visitors, a ghost that is far less welcoming than that cute little canine. According to local lore, the apparition of a woman in a black dress frequently appears in the restaurant at all hours of the day and night. In fact, guests at the hotel across the street have called the police about an elderly woman waving at them from the restaurant's second floor windows. But this has happened so many times that the police now know to just shrug it off because every time they've come out to investigate in the middle of the night, absolutely no one is found inside. As eerie as that is, patrons of the restaurant have come face to face with this apparition as well. The most chilling reports are those that have occurred in the women's restroom, where ladies have claimed to look up in the mirror while they're washing their hands, only to see an older woman in a plain black dress standing behind them. A woman who isn't really there. Other guests have had the odd sensation of walking past the apparition and not even really noticing anything unusual as they do, only to realize later that the woman they had just passed in the hallway, who seems so real and alive, albeit a little anachronistic, is the same woman whose photograph is on the wall, an image that was taken over a century ago. Her name is Zoe St. Armand. Zoe was a local teacher here in Charleston, and supposedly a very strict one at that. She and her sister Elizabeth were never married, so they lived here on Queen Street together for decades. But in 1945, after Elizabeth passed away, the retired school teacher was alone for the first time with little to do. So according to author Sarah Pitzer, quote, sometimes she stood on the second floor balcony and waved to people passing by, perhaps inviting them to stop in for a chat. This is likely what the guests across the street at the hotel are encountering today, Zoe just looking for companionship. But Zoe's strict side also comes out from time to time as well, as it's said that her spirit didn't really start appearing until the 70s 
after the home was purchased by the current owners, who then began renovating it to turn it into the beautiful restaurant that it is today. Well, it seems Zoe didn't like what these strangers were doing to her home, and ever since, she has a bit of a temper when it comes to the people working there. According to Sarah Pitzer in her book, Haunted Charleston, Guests and staff inside the restaurant have had much different experiences, more suggestive of anger and impatience than of loneliness. That reflects Zoe's strict and demanding side, what you might expect from a teacher who is a strong disciplinarian and isn't pleased about what has happened to the rooms that used to be her home. The owner claims that once, when she was closing up for the night, wooden doors in the house slammed open the doors were too heavy to have been affected by wind, especially since the outside windows were all closed. At the same time, large wooden stools in the kitchen fell over. Did Zoe disapprove of something? Or was she objecting to having her home turned into a public eating place? I personally did not see any ghosts while I was eating my grits down at Pugin's Porch, but the reputation of this restaurant as a haunted one has certainly grown far beyond local lore. In fact, the Travel Channel once claimed it to be one of the most haunted restaurants in the world. Whether that's true or not is up to you to decide, but at the very least, be sure to stop by and pay your respects to Pugin while you're there, and maybe just maybe, drop a little piece of bacon on the floor for him while you're at it. My name is Brandon Schecksnyder, and you are listening to Southern Gothic. Lucky Little Shacks. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for the New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Let Mysteries at Midnight be your destination for detective whodunits and captivating mystery stories. You'll hear classic stories like Sherlock Holmes, Agatha Christie's Poirot, and short tales from H.G. Wells, Charles Dickens, Edgar Allan Poe, and others. I'm Christopher and I read these classic stories in the soothing style of a bedtime story, so you can listen to them in bed when you drift off to sleep. Search for Mysteries at Midnight on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favourite podcast app, and follow and subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes.